You know why I like New Zencaster? New Zencaster lets you pause the recording without stopping it. Oh, that is nice. So like when Kira and I need to take a bathroom break, we pause and then we come back with no time elapsed on the recording. It's not for the new recording software smell. No, I have an air freshener that smells like that. Okay, cool. It's the cold open. We're calling that shot already. That's our cold open. Hello, listeners. This is your host and game master, Kat. This week, for our featured Kickstarter, I want to talk to you about a game called Fly Softly by Kira McGran. It's a really cool looking game about human monarch butterfly hybrids who right wrongs and help people in need on their annual migration south. Kira's a friend of the show and the mind behind hit games like Something is Wrong Here and A Cozy Den, the game about lesbian snakes. Fly Softly promises to deliver on that same slightly askew perspective while hammering home the solar punk aesthetic and the ethics of mutual aid. The Kickstarter's live for another 26 days as of this episode's release, and there's a link in the show notes for you to support it. Now, on to our regular plugs. If you'd like to hear more from the crew of the Aurum, you can check out our other podcasts, Unsound Theories and Marking Out with My Girlfriend. Marking Out also broadcasts live every other Friday at twitch.tv slash depending on whether or not wrestling has seriously disappointed us that week. You can also catch the VOD a few days later on YouTube. A link for that will be in the show notes. If you'd like to support us, there are a few ways you can do that. First and foremost, you can tell a friend about the show. Word of mouth is what podcasts were built on, and getting a friend to listen along with you is an exciting way to be a part of the process. The other thing you can do that really truly helps us is to leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts or any of the other apps where you can leave reviews. Every five-star review helps new people find the show and gets us closer to being able to make even better content for you. Speaking of which, if you'd like to contribute financially, it would mean the world to us. By supporting us on Patreon for even as little as a dollar a month, you can help us grow in what we're able to do and how frequently we do it. If you'd like to contribute, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash sosismedia. There you'll find Patreon-exclusive cuts of some of our shows and special bonus one-shots that we produce monthly. Now that we've got all that out of the way, let's go back a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away.
as the dust clears from the massive blast, you see a scorch mark that is the only remains of Felsomless. You see through the giant hole in two walls, Keel, Matchstick, a bunch of Crimson Dawn, and Frankie the Bug with blasters trained on each other. You take a moment and you strain and then it kind of dawns on you. You can't hear anything. You reach up, you touch your ear, you look at your finger and there's blood. You feel something bump into your leg and you wheel around and you see Reba their little grabby hand pulling on your pant leg. Did you find, did you find him? Oh, Kreef, right. Reba, I don't, I think I busted my eardrums. Or rather, I can't hear. I, I can't hear you, Reba. Can you, can you take me there? Can you take me there? She's still pulling on your pants. Oh, yeah, uh, I'll follow. Yes. Okay, Reva brings you around the corner over here to a, like, back to tank that has a quarant suspended in it. It looks like there's, in the place of where his, the back of his skull would be, there's a metal plate. It's almost like he's been prepared for a lobot surgery it almost looks like he's been fit outfitted for an aj6 uplink but he doesn't have one attached to his head instead there's wires running directly into a computer and there's a readout that confuses you at first can you roll computers oh sure i'm good at camps uh what's the difficulty uh let's say it's hard Yeesh. Two failures. <laughs> Yeesh. A doof a doof. Yeah, I rolled two yellows and a green and uh-huh. got Good two start. successes. I don't I don't understand this, Reba. I'm sorry. Can you just get him out? I'm I don't really have the brain space for this. You see flashing lights again. Reba hooks up to the scomp and starts the download of information from what you can tell. You can pretty readily tell what a download looks like. And it's going pretty slowly. Keel, a massive hole has just opened up in the wall directly in front of you and Matchstick. Uh, and Matchstick has the grin on his face. He just said something cool that I can't remember. Keel is just standing there um also a little bit awestruck i think everyone in the room yeah i think is there's just a... startled by the fact that there is now a gaping hole in the wall there's i mean there's the, gr the ground probably shook like yeah plex you felt the ground shake a little bit but like you're not sure if that was just the first explosion you were expecting ground shake yeah. so it's not odd to you um, yeah, so Keel is standing there just a little bit shocked by the explosion. 
And I think what happens is Matchstick kind of snaps him out of this, like, awestruck state. Fair does an exit, sir. Right, right. Um, it's nice to meet you all. Um, talk, talk never. And I'm going to I'm going to book book it. OK, um, yeah, so I think like in that blast that took out the wall and everything like that, there were a lot of Crimson Dawn dudes just standing there. So like there's about half of the people who were originally there. Cool. Frankie the Bug is relatively unscathed other than a couple of cuts from like shrapnel. So they are between me and the new opening? Yes. Some of them are and some of them are behind. So, so most of the new opening, most of the people directly behind the new opening have been just straight up killed by the wall collapsing on them. Look, um, it'd be nice to catch up with another Rodian, but uh, I got a jet. I'll, I'll, uh, if you do. Yeah. The someone just blew a hole in the wall. And was it me? Do I look like I you have two look like you were planting kind of explosives? You put your blaster down like now. We planted the explosives here. Yes, I. We literally saw you do no, it. We put them on the other side of the base. And you wouldn't plant one on the wall to make an escape? You think I? You think I was born yesterday? Kid, I grew up on Rhodia. Yeah, so did I. I've heard all these tricks before. Um, so did I, and I'm gonna shoot him. <laughs> no. I wanted to exchange information, see if they grew up together. Okay. Um, you're at, I'd consider this close range. You can go ahead and roll. Mm -mm -mm. So that's a failure with an advantage. Okay. I'm still disoriented from the blast. Yeah, I think you miss and you hit like a steam pipe. Yes. Hitting them from behind. It may just only be pressurized steam, but they don't know that I, until they wheel around. I get that. Yeah. Kill and match to take. I assume you're running now. Yeah, I'm going to book it. OK, where are you going once you get out the hole? Yeah, we've got to get the ship. Yeah. Oh, um, I'm just going to book it straight past R&D in the mess. Come across um, three guys. Just like on their way out of mess, clearly not fully armed, but like basically running because they've heard multiple explosions now. There's a, a uh, there's a maniac with a with a, a ship's gun just running around over there. You need to go get him. Roll a thing. Oh, God. What is, what is, is that deception? That's deception. Yeah, I guess that's deception. You're trying to deceive them into thinking you belong. Yes. Um, I'm going to give you a blue die for the fact that there's a lot of confusion right now. What's their willpower or discipline if they have it? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, th this will be easy if it's based on, yeah, so one. So they're not exactly Never underestimate the power of the blank side. <sighs> Emma, how many blanks did you roll? I rolled... A blank, an advantage, a double advantage, and a threat. So that's a wash with two advantages. <laughs> oh, oh, honey. You know what? 
We'll take the advantages. So I think I hate this game. <laughs> They're just genuinely confused. I don't think you can. I don't think convince they... them of the fact that you belong. But I feel like they kind of in the moment. They're taken aback by these random people that they've never seen before who just came screaming about a maniac with a space gun. It's okay. I'm the fence repairman. Um, that's not real. Okay, so the Kubazian from before is like... Yes. And his companion is like, that does look like the fence guy. Hold on. And they draw their weapons on you. Wait, but I thought... You're not repairing a fence right now. They think that's very suspicious. Matchstick. Got any toys for us? Clone troopers do come outfitted with frag grenades by default, so roll to throw a grenade at them. Okay, so Matchstick rolled very well. That is a success and two advantages. Here, catch. He throws a frag grenade at them. Uh, they each take eight damage minus soak. So the Kabazian catches the frag grenade, realizes what sausage? he's holding, drops it, and starts running. And the moment after Matchstick tosses the grenade, Keel and Matchstick just book it to the left down that alley. Okay, um, I think at this point, you've got three very badly injured guys who are just barely hanging on. As we're rounding the corner of the mess hall at the southeast corner, frag grenade explodes as we round the corner. We are talking relative here, and the frag grenade explosion is nothing compared to the explosion that's already happened or the one that's about to happen. Because you're about to level, like, half of these rooms. Oh, absolutely. How much time did we set on the thermal that remote detonator oh the remote okay cool. yeah matchstick set it up with the remote detonator with, um, i i think i want to say there's like a 30 minute timer on it just in case it seems as though now that you've like moved in you've got most of the landing zone clear your next mission is to take out the ammo orb or flight control tower your choice okay so the first thing lex is going to do is actually get back out in the calm mm-hmm. uh did anyone get eyes on that explosion just now no sir didn't see any explosion just fit the rumble okay so that's that's probably not the fuel orb then what the hell is going on over there i don't know sir but we're um mission first sir. find out later from the debrief all right flight control tower for now Yes, sir. So you run past Calf, the Calf shop, and round the corner to head towards the flight control tower. No, so you're you're met by a bunch of Crimson Dawn thugs who've just rounded the corner and... So, like, right in front of us, then. It is the Crimson Dawn boys' turn. They're going to fire upon you. Directly at Plex again. (laughs) Um, That is one success and one advantage. Let's see who they shoot at. Yeah, it's Plex again. Plex, you're taking six damage minus soak. My soak is six. We're now back to the top of your initiative, which means you're up. Okay, I guess Plex would tell them to open fire and do the same. 
This is ranged light. Yes. You are at close range, so it's only one purple die. Okay. Why did I say purple die like that? It's one purple die. One success. Okay, what's your damage? Five. It is now the boy's turn. They are going to make an attack roll. They did just straight up roll a single success. Seven. None of them are down. Let's go to Tina. Interesting. Yeah, great. So Tina misses with his first pistol and then fires his second one and rolled four hits and two threats. Ten damage minus soak. Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. Oh no, oh no. Oh no, 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 no. They get to go first and then the PC slot is up. They hit with one advantage and they are shooting at Gold Squad who soak literally all of the damage but one. Aaron, your turn? Uh, yeah, just gonna shoot again. Do you want to try? You, you do also have the option of like trying to like create cover and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, let's try creating some cover then. I'm sure there's debris in the alley or something. Yeah, so uh, roll a easy perception. Four successes. Jesus. Okay. Um, you notice a series of like crates and pallets and things like that that you can just like knock over and create like a pseudo barricade kind of thing. So yeah. I think basically you pull down a bunch of like random stuff that's lying around and then Shout to the men, get behind cover, and do so yourself. Uh, yeah, that'll work. Reba's download has just about finished. Okay. And... I'm looking around for medical supplies. Yeah, go ahead and roll a average perception check. Not the most perceptive, but that'll work. Two successes, two threats. Yeah, you're surrounded by Bacta. Well, right, but like, is there any in like a bandage form? Like, I'm um, not just going to like scoop out of the tanks in my hands. I guess I could. But it would nice. It would be nice if there was like a bacta spray, or I don't know how it works. Yeah, I think you could. I think you find like a bacta patch, which is gonna at least mitigate some of the damage. Yeah, not the best for it. But if you'd like to, you can roll a mechanics medicine check. You know, Esty's a smart fellow. If you difficulty, uh, he's a mechanical medic. I'm going to say average again. If you succeed in this, I think you're able to figure out a way to squeeze the back to out of the back to patch. I'm flipping a line side point. Okay. Three successes, one threat. Okay. Um, you managed to drip some back to into your ear and you feel like a 
familiar warm sensation as the back just starts to work on your ear. And very slowly, as the download finishes, you just start to hear the most, like, it's barely there. You're starting to, like, be able to hear a muffled sound. So, like, you still can't hear any, like, words or anything like that, but you've got sound awareness, at least to a degree. Very loud sounds. Very loud sounds. Um, You hear, like, a extremely muffled I'm still having a hard time understanding you Reba I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm hoping this will work but um help me out here I'm sorry I I can we get him out Reba spins the scump and then you see some words on the computer because hey Reba's smart and knows if you can't hear just print stuff on the computer where you can read it. Thank goodness. Uh, so you find out from Reba that the person in the tank is Kroskosum, but there is basically no neural activity. It's great. Uh, is there anything we can do? And then Reba does a little droid hop, like, as if to facepalm at herself. And the screen reads out, I've downloaded everything I can. His consciousness is in the computer. What? Oh, hmm. And you downloaded that? There's just a bunch of question marks, like, what kind of question is that? That's way too much data. Okay, here's, here's like, a computer. The consciousness is <laughs> a Zoolander here. The consciousness is in the computer. Busted open. What I'm wondering is, is there a storage? There is nothing. Physical storage? Physical okay. storage big okay. enough. There's computers like, according to Reba, there's like storage that goes down like a quarter kilometer into the ground just to fit one consciousness into the computer. There's no way you could carry that back to a ship mm, i'm very strong what if we airlift it out with the theory? <laughs> <laughs> so reba says or sorry i'm talking to them now oh oh of course right you can talk through the scump but you ask them if how we can get them out of here we're here to rescue them the screen readout suddenly like changes color slightly and it says yeah you're doing a great job of that so far you're welcome for the gun thing by the way oh that was you oh oh you know i could have taken that guy and then i still would have had my hearing um but here's the thing i am here to rescue you i have been hired to rescue you how do i do that uh, can you roll a daunting computers on this one? Sure. Upgrade that once. <sighs> well, folks. Hot streaks coming to an end. Two failures and two threats. The screen reads out. There's nothing you can do for me now. Unless you have a fresh droid. 
I look around. There ain't no droids in there. God damn it. All right, Reba, we got to find a droid. The screen readout says your droid has all my notes. If you're here to rescue me, at least get my ideas out. Do, do, do you want me to delete you? The screen says, what? Oh, I don't (laughs) know. I like being alive. But you're you're not. Yes, I am. Reba, it's time to go. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. As you go to leave, you, you definitely hear it. There's a pounding on one of the back the tanks. I look back. His body is moving and he flips you the bird. Have fun without power in about six seconds, friend. The camera cuts back to the screen and it just says what with the little blinking cursor. Keel, you are being chased. Because you keep leaving explosions in your trail. Okay, well, the first explosion wasn't me. The second one was, and the third one is about to be. So I'm one for one here so far. Or one for two. Mm-hmm. Griff, I swear, they keep following us. Matchstick, do you have any ideas? Run, sir. Just run. That's what I'm doing. Um, and I think he's going to take a pot shot at someone behind him. Okay. While roll, running. So yeah. So add a black die for running and roll running. a average ranged light. I think they're at medium. They're at medium. I have a medium range. Oh, then yeah. Roll. I like that. Um, three successes and three threats. <laughs> Okay, yeah, you managed to hit the guy. You, like, turn around. How many people are following me at this point? There's probably a good dozen. Okay. We're just bringing everybody away from from, uh, Team Awesome and and Space Dumpster so they can get Mm -hmm. out easier. That's what we're doing. That's all. So you turn around, you take a pot shot, and it just hits a guy square in the forehead. I want to say it's the uh, the guy from before. Oh god, what? Yeah, no, I think you just like hit the Kubas from before. <laughs> He's having a terrible day. You trip over a plasma canister as you turn around to shoot. So Kiel's running down this narrow alleyway away from this group of increasing numbers of Crimson Dawn. So he turns around and he manages to hit the uh, already downed Kubasian. And in doing so, trips over a plasma canister, stumbling himself and knocking himself down. Yes, I think you've been knocked prone. Um, Matchstick stops abruptly and just starts laying down, suppressing fire as he reaches his hand out to help pull you up. Um, I'm going to say that he's not actually shooting to hit anyone, but is going to roll a quick athletics check to help you get up. Uh, how much do you weigh, Keel? Not that it's... What you weigh, bro? Average Rodian, about 60 kilos. Okay, that's not that. That's like, 
you're helping. Yeah. It's probably not that difficult. I'm going to call it average. Yeah. Oh. oh matchstick. Why? <laughs> That's a wash. A complete wash again. I think how this plays, how I would like this to play out is matchstick is laying down suppressing fire, but because of the incoming fire, he just isn't able to help me up. Like, he's focused on keeping people back. Yeah, I think that that makes sense. And it's on me to do my thing. Yeah, so I think the crowd of guys is going to fire back at you. So that's two successes. Uh, 50-50 shot of who they shoot at. Uh, Matchstick takes two damage. Matchstick does not look so great. I think it is up to you what you want to do here now. You can use your move action to stand up. Like, that's normal gameplay. There's a lot of them, so I don't think you're going to win this fight, I think. Yeah, no. We just need to get out. Like, we need to find a way to prevent them from getting to us. Um, I'm going to flip a force point. Um, and... Gonna flip a force point to have there be a fuel canister, like a or no, you know what? The, uh, we've already got the plasma canister there, right? Mm-hmm. I don't need to flip a force point because it's already there. Yes. Um, I'm gonna roll the fuel canister down. Roll the old chair along. Sorry. Never mind. There's a sea shanty joke. Roll the canister down the alley and shoot at it. Yeah, go ahead and roll that ranged. Um, ranged light. Average? Yes, but add a black die because you're shooting a precise target without having taken a name action. Oh, Criff, yeah, bud. That is three successes and an advantage. Describe how that plasma cell explodes because you're about to take out a bunch of dudes. It can take out a bunch of dudes. But, like, the key thing that I'm going here for is making the alleyway inaccessible mm-hmm. such that they can't pursue me. Um, so Keel kicks it down and it starts rolling towards the group of enemies. He, like, briefly takes aim and, like, just fires his blaster pistol and it explodes um, halfway between him and the um group of minions coming towards him so yeah it takes out the first couple of people who have already rounded the corner um i want to say because i'm already on the ground i'm able to cover myself Mm -hmm. um and then because of the explosion with the frag grenade on the in between power station and the mess hall like did that cause any damage to those to the walls or like did that cause an obstruction or the Grenade explosion is not going to cause significant damage to walls. Like, that's a tiny explosion. Gotcha. The plasma explosion, however, does cause significant damage to the walls. There's a small hole in the wall of both the mess and the R&D building, Mm -hmm. and Bacta comes flooding out of (sighs) R&D. Oh, fuck me. Well, (laughs) well, I killed him anyway. (laughs) Um... There were multiple back to tanks. It wasn't just Crossco Zoom. Okay, good. Um, there's still a chance. Um, 
you have no idea he's in there. Nobody, I know. None of you have player. used comms with each other yet. No, we haven't. <laughs> well, I mean, SD's SD the only one who comms. doesn't have comms. So yeah, so the explosion goes off, and Keel and Matchstick take cover on the ground. And I think at that point we just book it to the fence and like yeah i think you like fence cutters yeah you basically just get through the, i i want to say like in all of that you're able to pretty quickly just climb and hop the fence because those fences are designed to prevent people from getting in not getting out fair enough um so it's like an inverse back. prison so i want to um i want to cut back to a reaction shot mm -hmm. with um with plex when the when that second explosion goes off but it's not the big one that she was expecting <laughs> plex you hear a second explosion but it's not the big one what the criff the um it's us i don't think the mission's gonna go well <sighs> getting on comms trying to get a hold of magic or i think um so i think as you're about to get on comms with us um, like we've hopped the fence and we're just like bolting away from the compound. Um, still under pretty heavy blaster fire. I'm just still gonna... under pretty heavy blaster fire. And I rolled to see on a one you would have one of you would have gotten hit in that runaway, but I didn't roll a one to so your okay. safe. Um, so. We've got we've got fire coming in from behind us. We're just sprinting away from the compound. Um, Keel hits at the communicator and says, "Going back to the RM. Had to go loud." And like it just cuts out. <laughs> Keel, I have a question. Do either of you remember to detonate the fuel depot? Um, yes, we're going to do that. I was going to do that as we were leaving the base. So now, basically, and I feel okay. like Matchstick would have the controls. I think what happens is you like hop the fence and matchstick kind of stumbles on his way, like on the jump down and like falls on his chest and then the button presses. Wait. No, cat. No. OK, I want him to have a roll to see if he can catch it. OK, that'll be uh, just a straightforward athletics. OK, so um, I'm going to make this hard. Do you want to upgrade his role? I'm also going to upgrade the role. Yeah, I'm going to flip that force point. Okay. Flip it, baby. Flip it real good. Three successes and two threats. Okay, cool. Right, Matchstick clearly catches it. Yes. With three successes, but I think the two threats are probably that you're not as far away as you would want to be before pressing that button. Yeah. On top of that, like, um, I just want to clarify that we're going to have a couple of scenes that happen right before the explosion. Right. So I think the threats are that you're just not far. You're not as far away as you would normally want to be. And I think both of you get knocked down in the shockwave, like the air pressure that comes from a giant explosion just okay knocks okay, the two okay, of you okay, clean okay. over so cinematically okay so we hop the fence matchstick manages to catch the the detonator um 
And as they're running, Keel radios back to um, Plex to say, on the way back to the RM, had to go loud, and cuts out. As Matchstick hits the detonator, and they're knocked to the ground. And the camera cuts very quickly over to Space Dumpster. SD, you feel as you're leaving the building? Like, okay, so you, as per the plan, would be probably headed towards the landing zone to get picked up, right? Yep. As far as you're aware. (laughs) That's the plan. Yeah, and you did see, so you you were over here talking to disembodied Kroskosu when Kiel ran this way, so you don't know where Kiel went. As you're about to leave, you feel the pressure of another explosion behind you. You could definitely hear a wall implode. Priff! Reba, they're blowing this whole place up. We gotta get out of here. Um, let's head to the... Follow me. I know the way to the hangar. It's right next to the landing zone. It's around here where you feel a, like, Rodian hands have the suction cups. So, like, you kind of, like, know what a Rodian hand feels like. Like, you know, Kiel's had Mm -hmm. you put his hand on your shoulder various times and things like that in the friendly sort of affectionate way. And you feel something that's, like, kind of similar to that. Frankie? You, You just hear muffled, like... I, I was I was next to the explosion. I cannot hear you. I don't know what hap what happened. I I can't hear you. Reba's he starts motioning to you and he points that way towards the other side of the ammo orb, holds up a finger, holds up five fingers, and then like pulls out his disruptor pistol. D- Oh, wait, you can hear me. What am I doing? Do you have one for me? I do not have a gun. Um, I was in training when no, you you were explicitly given a gun. He points at your hip. Oh, Chris. Okay, yes, I forgot about that. Oh, okay. Let's see how this goes. Um, I guess we don't want to hide behind the ammo orb. He shakes his head vigorously. No. Okay. Where you want to hole up? He points down the corridor past the flight control tower and motions like come around from behind. Sounds like a good plan. Yep. You lead the way. He, he shakes his head at you and points. You lead the way. <laughs> yeah, fine. All right. I'm booking it. OK, so the three of you <laughs> runs this way. You like take a second behind the ammo orb. And wait for there to be a pause and fire back and forth and circle around to the other side of flight control tower. I'm going to say that you are around here. So the marching order is you, Frankie, and Frankie ignored Reba because, you know, droids. Yeah, watch, watch our backs. They could loop around. Reba, let Tina know we're here. Plus one bogey. Plex, you get a ping on comms while you're in the middle of a firefight. Reba leaves comms open. So you hear Space Dumpster like screaming at the top of his lungs. You heard him anyway, because, you know, (laughs) he's shouting. He has no volume control whatsoever. You hear it. Oh, yeah, you can hear me. Okay, let's go around. And... 
Reba hangs back a little bit, just out of earshot, and you get like a beep, 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 boop, whoop, whoop. Aaron, does Plex speak droid? No, we've explicitly said no many right. times. If you would like to spend a force point, you can have Tina or one of the team understand hey, droid. Cat. Cat, he's your GMPC. I will let leave that decision up to you. Tina does not understand droid. Okay. Who's who's someone we haven't given much personality to? Kippen is good at numbers. Orange doesn't have a ton of personality. He's just yeah. the sniper. Yeah. Okay, let's give it to Orange. I'll flip a point. You, uh, Orange, Orange is on bucket comes and says, "The that was Reba. The flanking around behind us." Wait, Orange, who's they? I think she's with uh, Space Dumpster and someone else. It might be Commander Krennic. I hope it's not Kiel. Uh, how many are left in front of us? There's like still probably. I think you've only taken out one. So there's four of them. Oh, jeez. Realistically, all you really need to do is just hold this position until Kiel can get back with the Aurum. Unless you wanted to sow some more mayhem. All right. Hold position. If SD is around here, he'll find us. We kind of stand out. Fair point, sir. And I think at that point, the explosion that you've been waiting for for quite a while happens. There's basically half a quarter of the base gets leveled. Do we knock? Do we knock over Ochiate's tower? No. Damn. Fortunately, it does seem fairly unscathed but you have taken out the power station and the barracks and cross assumes computer okay so <laughs> the explosion goes off you feel like you see it then you hear it then you feel it and i think it kind of like takes down your cover which is very like haphazardly placed wood and things like that it's like not a very impressive cover it's what i had you did good for like a last minute sort of thing but i think like you are exposed now people are knocked down the sirens have finally quieted down and i think it's at this point that you are approached from behind by a familiar face a not so familiar face and a familiar headplate. So they have guns drawn on us, right? SD, Frankie, and Reba. Mm hmm. Yes they, <laughs> yes, they all have guns drawn on you except Reba. Reba has a stun thing. I was going to say, like, that, that thing's just sticking out ready to go. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's zapping. Um, it's I think SD, like, gives Reba a tap with his foot and, like, makes a hand motion like a shock. Kind of points down here where you can't see me on the webcam. Um, <laughs> Which means Frankie can't see you either. Exactly. If they can't the see you on the webcam, they can't see you in the game. <laughs> it's like Jesus and masturbating. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Um, because I want Reba to shock Frankie and then I'm going to shoot him. Okay. Uh hmm. Yeah, Reba 
shocks Frankie. Um, unfortunately, he does soak all of that. Is he distracted? Yeah, it was a success in three threads. Okay, I'm gonna sucker. <laughs> I'm gonna sucker punch him, if I may. Uh, two two successes and an advantage. Ah, what the criff? The what's wrong with your criff and draw? Okay, yeah, I think that's how much how much damage would you do with that? Five, six, seven, eight. Oh, sorry. He's also got um two defense from oh. melee. So okay, cancel the advantage. Okay, Frankie takes five damage. You, I think you like sucker punch him. I don't think you knock him down, which is surprising for you because normally when you punch a guy, he hits the floor. Yeah, normally when I punch a minion, they drop. Frankie's not a minion. Frankie Frankie has big minion energy. He's got the enemy. <laughs> Frankie no, Frankie's a rival. <laughs> to who? Okay, so the the I, t- I want to so, be clear. The so, three categories of enemy are no, minion, know, minion, rival, and rival, nemesis. Nemesis. I'm going like, to say though, Frankie's, Frankie's not, not a as nemesis. Cool as any of us. Frankie's not a nemesis. He's a rival because he's a named character. Frankie is a rival to Keel. <laughs> They are both space dumpsters affection. My love. (laughs) He's my emotional nemesis. (laughs) He looks just like Keel, but he has a mustache. All right, Alec. I thought we were going to be friends here. Clearly, you got something else going on. So you're going to walk over there with the rest of you idiots. Or I'm going to vaporize you. Frankie, here's the thing. You can't hear him. Oh, right. Uh, uh, now there's no need for drastic action i was confused i thought you were leading me into them yeah it's not a good lie um while you're thinking about like what to say i think frankie just shoots like three inches from your head okay 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 point made listen i can't hear you once again, loud explosion. So we are clear. You don't have to do this, Shab. I can get you a better job. One where you're much less likely to die. Roll a coercion. <laughs> it's not, yeah, it's not going to be good. <laughs> His willpower is a one because he's got default Rodian stats. So just one purple? Just one purple. Okay, I have a chance. One six. Nope. One failure. That's rough. That's rough. Um, is Plex in SD's field of vision? No, because SD's turned around, but you okay. are within earshot of this. I know, but SD can't hear me. No. <laughs> I, I, I heard that part. <laughs> you think you could? What's the point? You can't Griffin hear me. I think he points at you with his uh, disruptor still on you. Gives you a little turnaround motion. Slowly turn around. He slaps binders on you and then kicks you in the knee. So Estee's down. Mm-hmm. Can Plex jump in here? Absolutely. I was going to say, I lie flat on the ground. <laughs> Keener. You're kind of within eyesight of all of this. He's still got his gun trained directly on Estee's head. Are you 100% sure that you want to have Tiener try to shoot him? Yes, because I want to roll a leadership first. Okay. Or wait, what is is orange in position? 
No. Oh, okay. It's also too close of a range for Orange to snipe. It works better if it's Tina because Tina carries around two DC-17s. Yep. So, yeah, basically, SD goes right down and plexes immediately on the comms with Tina. I'm sick of this Rodian. Take him out. Yeah. Uh, roll a hard leadership check. Chain of command is being followed. Which I do believe means that you get to upgrade your leadership check. Two yellow, one red, two purple. No green. No, you don't. It's upgraded once to be two yellow. Oh, okay. So two purple, one red, one blue, two yellow. Okay. One success, one advantage. That works for me. Okay, I think that's going to upgrade Tina once and the advantage will pass a blue die. Good for you, Tina. Cancels, cancels. A success and an advantage. So um, that's audition, not what I wanted to open. Plex, I have a question. GM, I have an answer. Is Tina using stun? I don't think so. Okay. Tina levels his pistol, takes his short pause to aim, and in an instant, like there's, this all happens within a split second. Just, you call for him to go, he pulls out his pistol, fires, and before Frankie can even pull the trigger, there's a smoldering hole between his eyes. He falls down dead. You killed the most beloved character. That's what you get for hurting my mechanic. Rest in peace, Frankie the Bug, my favorite NPC. <laughs> now, if you can just kill Grogo, we'll be good. <laughs> we'll make a round trip of this. <laughs> we'll come back to this. We'll circle back to this. I mean, he did enjoy torturing people. I was like, going to have Grogo show up. Brogo, if things went really bad, Brogo was going to show up and like come and assist you guys. <laughs> I swear to God. Why? <laughs> <laughs> because he'll have 2,000 credits and owe no one any money if Crimson Dawn is taken out. Yeah, that's that's okay, fair. fair. So this is where the Orum comes in. I want to say we cut to a shot of Keel and uh, Matchstick frantically flipping all of the switches. We get an exterior shot of the RM. We're scrambling up the docking ramp. Keel books it to the cockpit, and we get a shot of him flipping every single switch, like RM, like powering up, barely, like barely powered on as he starts lifting it off the ground. It takes no time at all because it's only a 15 minute walk. Exactly, yeah. So, like, or it's a 20 minute gay walk, it's a 30 minute straight walk. Yeah. 15 minute run. So like a 15, 10 so to 15 minute run. Maybe um, seven or eight seconds until you touch down. The arm is barely off the ground. And as you take off, you clip like a radar dish or something like that. That's on the, um, that's on the landing bay and everything like that, that you've been parked in. So like you take out like a radio tower and it scrapes the bottom of the arm because that's going to annoy SD to no end. <laughs> It's a hasty takeoff. It's a hasty takeoff. I'm decreeing that that happens. We get an exterior shot of the RM as it 
as it uh, as Keel brings it out into a hasty takeoff, barely scraping the underside of the Orem as he clips the radar dish. Um, we see uh, an exterior shot of, or we see a shot of uh, SD, Plex, and Reba as Teener punches this hole through Frankie the Bug's skull with his blaster. And the RM just swoops in right behind Frankie the Bug. And the ramp gate lowers. And we see Matchstick ushering everybody on. He's got his blaster out ready to lay down suppressing fire if need be. But I think you guys managed to get onto the ship and take off. I am going to pick up the disruptor pistol mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. behind me yeah, however you I are. can before yeah, running over there. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, you guys get on the ship and I think you take off and as you reach uh, as you leave atmosphere Can we shoot the cannons at Ochiate? I mean... Or at least the ammo dump? <laughs> if you would like to, then you may. Roll. How do you want to have roll a gunnery check? I mean, I can go for it. You are like severely injured. I'm in. I'm I'm injured, and I'm in binders. Yeah, you're like (laughs) basically. No, I think. I think I'll have. I. I think Tina will. I think you yell like really loud because you're still. You're still screaming. Oh yeah. I think you yelled, Tina, guns. He. He sprints over to the ventral guns, slides down the ladder, fireman style, and then just. And the ammo dump explodes. As you zip away out into the atmosphere, running for your criffing lives. Um, as we are entering Atmo, Keel points the ship towards BT's coordinates. And, uh, gives a signal on the comm to BT. Um, we cut to an interior shot of the TIE Defender um, as BT says, Oh, good. They're back. Just when I thought I'd get to be alone. Uh, Keel engages are like, would we have like a mini tractor beam to like pick up cargo? You don't like, really do much cargo pickup. No, we don't, huh? But... BT knows the rudimentary basics of flying, so we can just open up our cargo hold and he'll just park it. Dope. Okay, so um, one of the clones drops the cargo shielding or like drops the cargo door. Right. And the fielding is active as BT zips in. BT putters in. <laughs> putters in. Yeah, because the it's a thing very is broken tight defender. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Before BT gets in, the doors start closing and you like zip out into hyperspace. Yeah. As quickly as possible. Yeah. Reba's went straight. Reba's already up in the cockpit and she's already us nowhere to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And as you wink out of the system, I think that's where we will end this episode. Space Dumpster was played by Erica Belsass, who can be found on Twitter at Belsass or on twitch.tv slash Belsass. That's B-E-L-S-A-A-S. Plex Slutzel was played by Aaron Cotter, who can be found on Twitter at Adorable or on our other podcast, Marking Out With My Girlfriend. 
Kilkrennick was played by Emma Hislop, who can be found on Twitter at Nocturne Musings, and making Kat and Kira suffer through movies on Unsound Theories. The Dark Side campaign is GM'd by me, Kathleen Hislop. You can find my tweets at CatSelesnia, or my games at CatSelesnia.itch.io. Chicks with Dice is a Sosa's Media production. If you enjoyed this episode, spread the love. By recommending this show to a friend, you not only help us grow our community, you also get to share the hijinks with the people who matter to you most. You can help us create this show and others like it by supporting us on Patreon. You'll gain access to exclusive content like early releases of episodes, side quest adventures, and much more. To become a supporter, visit patreon.com slash sosasmedia. All music on this episode was created by Sounds Like an Earful. Visit soundslikeanearful.com for more. The Star Wars RPG played in this podcast is the property of Lucas Books. It was made by an incredible team of devoted designers who were fired by the private equity firm that owns Fantasy Flight Games and is now published by Edge Studios. Until next time, stay wizard. North Carolina. Home of Lightning McQueen. He was my grandpa, you know. Space Dumpster is related to Lightning McQueen. Is that what we're learning now? A long time ago. No, a far time from now in a galaxy far, far away. There was um, a great man named Lightning McQueen. Fastest man the world's ever seen. And uh, one day he accidentally went too fast. He went so fast that he simultaneously occupied every space in the universe at once. He turned into an electron? He, yeah, he, he went fully quantum. And when he came out, he was on Corellia. Didn't know where he was. Didn't know, you know, anyone. Didn't even know the language. But that man, Lightning McQueen, he made it work. He took what he did know, just going fast. And he could chowed his way into the hearts of locals. Uh, Found a wife. Uh, had my dad. My uncles. <laughs> okay, I thought there was a detonator on the barracks as well. No, there was a detonator no, I put it on the power on, station. Okay, yeah. Cool.